and welcome back to Books R Us. I'm Ms. Gon. I am Ariana, and I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And I am Vidya. For those of you who don't know, we are three girls from Hopewell Elementary School in Iowa that are making podcasts to motivate sharing out your voice. You can share out your voice in many ways, not only podcasts, but podcasts are a great way. Last time we shared with you that the book we're going to talk about today is an ARC copy, which means Advanced Reading Copy. Now you can actually buy it in stores, because it has been released to the public. Now, to see if you got it right. The book we're talking about today is, drumroll please, The Truth As Told by Mason Buttle, written by Leslie Connor. After you check out this book, you should also read All Rise for the Honorable Perry T. Cook, Crunch, and Waiting for Normal, all by the same author, Leslie Connor. Now back to this book. Mason Buttle is the main character in the book. He is also the biggest and sweatiest kid in the grade. Everyone knows that he can barely read or write. Mason had one best friend that was so close to him and understood him, Benny Kilmartin. Mason and Benny are inseparable until Benny winds up dead under a treehouse in the Buttle Apple Orchard. Mason is devastated and can't believe it happened. This is the sad part. I can sense it coming. Now, Lieutenant Bear, the detective, is all over Mason. He doesn't believe a word Mason says. Lieutenant Bear constantly questions Mason. Mason is overwhelmed by this. Now, piggybacking off of this, Baird is not only rude to Mason because he's mad and wants to solve the mystery, but also because Mason is a kid and Baird is an adult. You know that relationship. Also, Mason happens to be the friend, friends with both kids who go missing. So, Baird kind of has a reason, but I don't think it's a great one. If you didn't notice, Ariana said both kids went missing. Well, who's the other kid? Let's fill you in. So Mason goes to the SWU, the social worker's office, and there he meets a boy named Calvin. Calvin and Mason eventually becomes friends, and they almost hang out, they hang out almost every day after school. But the school bullies, or at least the bullies who pick on Mason and Calvin, always chase them around, and not in the good, fun way. Before we tell you anything else, let's introduce them. They are Matt, a boy that lives in, his, in Mason's neighborhood, and Matt's friend, Lance. Later in the book, the author introduces a new character, Corey McSpirit. He tries to fit in, so he joins in on picking on Mason, but I don't think he really wants to. Anyways, they always throw things at Mason and Calvin, and sometimes do things that are really mean, worse than throwing things. So, one day after school, Mason and Calvin are hanging out at the pond. And guess who shows up? You guessed it. Matt and Lance. And Corey was there, too. They chased Mason and Calvin, and Calvin hides. No one can find him. Yep, that's how it happened. So, let's move on. It seems we're done discussing that. Ariana, you can say the first question. Sure. Starting with the first question we always ask, of course. How would you rate the book? <clears throat> Mason Buttle on a scale of 1 to 5. You probably know our guidelines by now, but in case you don't, 1 is the worst and was either overcomplicated or didn't have much of a plotline to it, and 5 was the best and was a real page-turner. I'm really going to have to give this book a 5. It was a fantastic read, one of my favorites from this year. Mason was a very self-sufficient character. He didn't tell on the bullies, he just handled them himself. This is 
actually comparable to Fern in The End of the Wild by Nicole Helgett because she also handled the work all by herself. One thing that made this novel very compelling was the fact that two guys were especially mean and you never knew what they were going to do to Mason. Matt Drinker and his friend Lance Pearson. I would also give the book an unmistakable five. I loved the plot and would definitely read it again. I really enjoyed this enthralling book. I can't put into words how much I adore the mystery, the suspense, the tension. Yup. If there was a six, I would give it an absolute six. The book really motivated my thinking of how everyone has weaknesses as well as strengths. I love how Leslie Connor built up a character like Mesa. Overall, this was one of my favorite books I've read this year. All in all, I loved it and all the lessons it taught us. Speaking of lessons, what was the major lesson that you got out of this book? Why? Well, I learned from the book that you should always believe in yourself and that you can do anything. I feel that this was shown through the way Matt and Lance made Mason believe that he was dumb. Mason thought that he couldn't do anything and that he was inferior to everybody. This fact was contradicted when Mason helped save someone. If I say too much, I will spoil the book. <laughs> yes, but it also learned that you should always be true to your friends and cherish your friendships, even if it's with a dog. Mason was a loyal, kind-hearted friend. He would always be on your side. He does a great He shows a great example of being a true friend. And the reason I'm saying this is because Mason didn't care how anyone anybody looked. He, he was nice to Matt Drinker, the bully. You guys both have great points. I agree, Ariana. You should always believe in yourself. Tell yourself that you can do anything. And if you are struggling with doing something, don't tell yourself you can't. Tell yourself you can't yet. And I also agree with Muskan. You should always cherish your friendships. But what you said about Mason being a great friend, I'm really intrigued about. We'll talk about that later. Anyways... What techniques does Leslie Connor use to pull the reader into the story? How does Leslie Connor surprise the reader? Some techniques that Leslie uses is a lot of cliffhangers and twists through the novel. What I mean is that Leslie Connor has a great way of pulling her readers in. I was also so intrigued the whole time I was reading because there were so many exciting moments. Yes, she also is super good at hooking the reader in the beginning of her stories. Going along with you, Miss Gon, she knows how to make her books enthralling. Always. She really works hard to make sure that not one part of her book is dull or boring. Because I know that when I was reading the book, I didn't get bored. Not once. Leslie Connor shocks the reader in every chapter. I was surprised with what happened with Benny. Well, if I say too much, I'll give away the end. After every chapter, there was a different scene that tied into the next. For example, when Mason accidentally broke the window of Matt's house, instead of paying for it, he ended up dog-sitting Mooney. That's the magic of Leslie Connor books. There are always page-turners. For instance, she really brought the characters to life, and you could really feel emotions for that character, especially Mason. And that ties into our next question. Why would readers want to read this book? What made Mason such a lovable character? I think that everybody should read The Truth as Told by Mason Buttle. Readers would want to read this book because of its plotline and characters. 
The book was so compelling. There was a cliffhanger at the end of every chapter, and it made me want to read more. The Truth as Told by Mason Buttle is a quick read, mostly because it is so enthralling. Mason is a lovable character who is good at heart and is not fake. What I mean by that is that he's genuinely nice and doesn't take anyone or anything for granted. The Truth Told by Mason Buttle is a book full of courage, friendship, and hope. Mason Bottle and his story will be one that will tug at your heartstrings and you won't forget for a long time. Mason Bottle is a mystery, but first foremost, a book about believing in yourself. Mason, too, shines with hope and honesty. He is an unlikely hero with disabilities, and yet the readers will immediately see beyond that. They will see Mason as a friend. There, there were also many quotes that resonated with me. One of my favorites was, quote, you should know, there has been a lot of bad luck around me, like it follows me, unquote. When he said things like that, I felt as if Mason was real, and I felt bad for him. Yes, Muskan, that was such a nice quote to pull. Love it. Leslie Connor has done a fantastic job in telling this story for Mason, while helping us to see his struggles and triumphs in such an authentic way. Mason Buttle is a curious, kind, lovable, loyal, large, literal, and sweaty seventh grader. Whoa, that was a lot of adjectives. Anyways, despite experiencing great loss in his life and facing bullying from his peers, he has found something that works for him. The structure of routine and the safety of the SWU, the social worker's office at his school. There has been a lot of praise in this book from publishing companies to the author Kirby, Loss, Kirby Larson, author of Dash and Duke, says, A book that breaks your heart and heals it all in one. Mason's story is brilliantly told. This is an astonishing book. Hmm. Remember when we talked about friendship in question two? Well, you know what? Let's come back to that. Why would you want Mason for a friend? How could he make our school a better place? I would want Mason for a friend because he would be funny, kind, loyal, and welcoming. I mean, what I mean by welcoming is that he'd always be open for me to come to his house. Also, I think that he would be really fun to hang out with because he's so creative. He would definitely make school a better place because of his creative ideas. All he needs is a voice to share it out. Hey, that's exactly the purpose of this podcast, to share out our thoughts on new books. Anyways... All of that is so true about Mason. Those are all reasons that I would want to have Mason as my friend. But I also really liked Mason because of his honesty. I wish Mason could listen to our podcast. Me too. Me three. I think we have talked about all the main parts, so let's wrap it up. I think we should talk about the next book. I would like to start by thanking everyone. Mrs. Hornig, Miss Spielers, and of course, Mrs. Campbell. All of these teachers have done so much for us and given us an amazing opportunity. We can't thank you guys enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Even that wasn't enough. We love doing these podcasts and we hope to continue doing them. We also want to thank Leslie Connor too for sending us this great book. We are pl- privileged to have it and for it to be featured in Books Are Us. So I think that's everyone. Anyways, we're going to go give you the hints. 
The next book also hasn't been released. That means it is in... ARC Copy! And... And before we go on, I would like to say that the author sent us the book on her own as an ARC copy, and it was such an honor to receive this book. And we are huge fans of it. It was an honor to have her share her book so it could be featured. Thank you so, so, so much. And you will get more thanks in the next podcast. If, you tell me, if we tell you the author, we might ruin it, so... Another hint is that the main... Is that the book's main character is a boy who has a precious jacket, which was given to him by his father as a birthday gift. It is very sentimental to... Stop! You're giving too much away! Then they're going to guess the book easily. Well, now, because of someone, Vidya... (coughs) You know, the main character's name starts with the M and a vowel after the M. Moving along, one of the words in this book's title is a form of transportation. Oh, whatever. I'm just going to tell you. The form of transportation Muskan was talking about is a train. There. I knew you'd do that. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we wish you luck figuring it out. We want to conclude by saying, Bye, bye, and and you will be be hearing from us next time. Yes, we got it right this time. Yay!